Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hello, Hey Joe podcast listeners. This is your host, Joe Zuccarello. Uh, This podcast is designed to give you, our listening audience, uh, a seat at the table. You get to sit at, uh, at a table and listen to myself and subject matter experts uh, that bring a wealth of information to you so that you don't necessarily have to go looking for it. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm really, really jazzed about our guest today. Um, it's, a, it's a gentleman that I have had the pleasure of knowing for quite some time. In fact, actually lives uh, very close to my office. So we're uh, in the same neighborhood, in the same neck of the woods, and he uh, allows me to meet with him and, and pick his brain uh, probably about once every quarter or so, every couple months. And um, so uh, his name is Tim Petch. He is uh, with Paws Dog Boots. Uh, maybe you know of that product. I'll let him uh, introduce himself to you in a moment. But uh, again, very, very excited to have him with us. Uh, he is uh, uh, changing the way that we view uh, pets' overall health through uh, the health and well-being of their paws. So uh, I'm very excited uh, to hear the information he's going to be sharing with uh, with our listening audience. Just a, a quick reminder, if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, if this is the first time you're hearing us, welcome uh, to the Hey Joe podcast. We're very excited to have you. Uh, whether you are a retailer, you are a baby groomer, you are a groomer wannabe, you are a, any type of pet care professional, the content that we bring to you, we believe is helpful no matter what role you play in this great industry that is the pet industry. Uh, please, if you haven't already subscribed to the Hey Joe podcast, please do so so that you can be uh, uh, taking part and listening to any Hey Joe episodes as soon and as regular as they are produced. So as we move forward, one of the things that Tim is also going to do is make sure that you have access to a really, really great free guide, uh, a free tool uh, at the end of the podcast. So please uh, make sure you stick around, and I hope you enjoy what Tim has to say, and that you can put it to work for you and for the well-being of pets. So again, Tim and I will be talking about the overall health and well-being of pets, and these types of questions come from our listener audience. So um, it is important that you understand how much our podcast thrives because of the questions you ask of us. So if you hear anything during the podcast that you'd like to learn more about, or if you have a topic that you'd like to hear about and uh, challenge me maybe to, to find a subject matter expert for, please email us at heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. So let's go ahead and get started. Tim, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I did a little bit of an intro, probably cannot at all sing uh, your praises loud enough. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about what you're up to? Sure, Joe. First of all, back at you. Like uh, Joe said, we get a chance to meet about every quarter, and 
He said uh, that he gives, allows me to uh, meet with him, but the pleasure's all mine. I certainly learn more from Joe than what he's learned from me, so it's definitely a two-way street. But, boy, Joe, it's hard to believe. But gosh, I've been in the industry 15 years now. How time flies. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how much things have changed in 15 years in a way. That's when the term of the humanization of pets just started. And uh, you realize how far even that has evolved, becoming you know, pet parents and basically our, 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 our friends and our pets being part of our family, part of our children. So just when we think it can't evolve anymore, it keeps developing. And um, Joe and I met years ago when I was with a pet product company called the Furminator Deshedding Tool. Not sure really how many you uh, remember that product, but, you know, back 15 years in the day, that was something pretty revolutionary. And it really goes back to the health of the pet. Uh, besides addressing the problem of shedding at the time, which there wasn't much out there 15 years ago, it was more about the health of the pet, how it helped with the coat, it helped with the skin, it helped with the clean home. And really, that's where that product kind of uh, took off of the more we related it to um, health. And, you know, that's really where we're going with the Paws Dog Boots uh, where we're at today. Yep, that's great, Tim. And and I'll tell you, it's interesting you talk about this evolution. And I know that the word humanization uh, was used. I remember when that term first kind of came on scene, and uh, it was uh, uh, it was very accurate. And I think we've even... We've even went even further now. And I remember, you know, I remember rubber dog boots being something, something that, you know, uh, uh, you, you put on the dogs. I, I would, I would, I would compare it to the early days of dog boots being, uh, uh, compared to, uh, wearing wooden clogs instead of your favorite, uh, 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 your favorite tennis shoes, you know, uh, as far as, uh, the difference in technology and advancements and focus and that sort of thing. So I'm sure our audience is very excited to hear uh, uh, how that uh, benefits the pets. And really, that's kind of where we start from, Tim, is, 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 as you and I have talked before, uh, you know, it, you, you tell me that, uh, you, you've taught me that healthy paws promote healthy pets. And, you know, I come from, I've been in a business a little longer than you, in the pet industry for a little longer than you, and, uh, but the healthcare, to your point of, of evolving now folks are buying health insurance and life insurance and uh, uh, just doing some, some pretty remarkable things to focus on the health and well-being of their pets. And I've got to believe, and I am so guilty of this myself, but I've got to believe that most people are just like me and, and many of your pet parent customers out there that I don't know that we pay attention to their paws. I always thought that uh, and, and I'm sure you're going to, to be able to, to, <laughs> to steer me in the right direction. I always thought dogs and cats brought their own shoes to the party. <laughs> the pads of their feet. I, I was raised with, with folks telling me, well, listen, you know, the pads of their feet are like shoes. Uh, just feel how rough they are. You know, <laughs> uh, it feels like the bottom of a shoe. Uh, and, and it might. But um, I think after listening to you and I talk today, our listeners of the Hey Joe podcast are going to get a new appreciation. And Tim, you know, uh, I try to identify our audience for you so that you know who you're talking to out there. And, uh, you know, we're talking to pet professionals out there. We're talking to pet retailers. And I don't know that either one is any different from one another when it comes to educating pet parents about this whole notion, uh, this this new way of looking at paws being healthy paws promote healthy pets. So um, what, have you, what have you seen uh, happening with overall uh, uh, health-conscious pet parents uh, now than ever before? 
Yeah, Joe, you're right on this continued evolution of healthcare. And you look at basically any other category in the pet world. Look how far food has come. I mean, think about 10 years ago, people were feeling their, feeding their dog Old Roy from Walmart and not even blinking. That would almost be considered a crime these days. You look how far the food have developed, the treats, the supplements, the oral care, uh, you know, sweaters, whatever. That whole health care um, has really evolved. But unfortunately, the paw category has kind of been ignored. And really step back and look at it, it's probably um, the second most important thing to a dog's health besides the food. They have to have healthy feet just like we do to walk, to run, to go outside, uh, to be healthy, that don't get infected, and so forth. So it's been a um, heavily uh, underdeveloped market. And you look at your comment on, well, they're kind of like shoes to people. Uh, that's, that's, that's probably true, but today in dogs' environment, they're getting into things that they were never designed to do. Let's look at uh, winter. If you're living in a city, they're walking in the snow, which has street chemicals on it that they're putting out. They have salt, other things that are just totally eating away and uh, drying out and infecting paws in those severe conditions every day. Well, I think, uh, I'm sorry, Tim, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say then that holds absolutely true for other parts of the year. Um, you look at what dogs are getting into into the summer. They're stepping on hot pavement hot sand, lawn chemicals. And I think the more important part of that, not just the health of the dog, but it's helping hurting the health of the pet owner also. Those chemicals and those dirt are being drugged into the house, getting on the carpet, getting on the furniture, getting on the baby, and getting on everything. And people haven't really just really been visualizing of the trickle-down effect of unprotected paws, clean paws, healthy paws, and how it affects the dog's health and the pet owner's health. Okay, so let's unpack a few of those then, because you've mm-hmm. got my brain just swimming in, 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 in questions now. So, so what you're saying, okay, so I think what you've pointed out is obviously, okay, so folks are, and, and, and we did together a minute ago, we pointed out just the overall health consciousness of pet parents, and that's wonderful. So you, you started uh, giving some examples, and, 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 and I really do want to kind of take a deeper dive into each one of those. Uh, one of the things I heard you say was that the, the pets are doing things and being exposed to circumstances or environments that maybe uh, they uh, didn't uh, have before. And, you know, as I think about that, I think about the humanization. I think about them being our family members. And, you know, you don't leave your family members at home, although sometimes you wish right. you, you don't. You take them with you. So, you know, yeah, uh, uh, if, if we're more active or if we're living a, a, a different type of lifestyle and pet ownership is 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 higher than it's ever been and all of the healthcare consciousness and such is uh, is higher than it's ever been it's just it's then very safe i guess to assume that uh these the, the lifestyle for the pets has changed so uh, to your point uh, they're probably maybe they're running more maybe they're biking more you know i, I know and we'll, i definitely want to unpack the the dangerous parts of of their environment but how about just sure. How about just overuse or or uh, uh, just stress or 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 activity issues that are caused with paws? Do you do you see absolutely that as a and problem? Then, you know, it's always kind of a, a long slope, and again, we don't realize how far things have come in ten or fifteen years. Ten fifteen years ago, you, it was unheard of that you would bring a dog to a uh, a Lowe's department store, or that you would see them at an airport, or that you would see them 
um, and a dog park. Park dog parks didn't really exist 10, 15 years ago. So this is something that, like you said, is rapidly developing, and they're being put in environments that they never, you know, had before, and getting mass exposure to a lot of different um, elements any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I can imagine some of our listeners say, well, you know, dogs are. You know they're they're built this way. They're they're you know in their their ancestors uh, 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 several generations ago were were running through the woods and running through snow and running through you know some of the same elements we point out. But to your point uh, uh, earlier, as far as the the, the lifestyle and, and what they're being exposed to, are they doing it as often? Are they uh, or, or are we also, hey, here's, a, here's a notion, and I don't know, I could be thinking about it wrong, but are we also kind of creating an, uh, 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 our own worst enemy? Are we creating a cycle where the pet comes inside and lives on our leather furniture and sleeps in our uh, uh, silk sheet bed and sits in our recliner with us and, 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 and lays, on, uh, lays on a pillowy bed, and then we ask them to go outside to the elements? So are we... Are we, are we not helping them? Are we creating a cycle that's, that's uh, uh, are we creating a, a kind of a troublesome cycle? Well, I don't think it's a troublesome cycle. Certainly we all want our pets inside and bond and have time with them and enjoy the emotional benefits of having a dog around. But I'll stay, but take a step back further. We talked about 15 years ago. Think about 30, 45 years ago. How odd would it be to see a dog even inside or a dog that slept on the bed or a dog that went on the couch? I remember my grandparents' day. They weren't allowed in the door and just through the amount of exposure they're getting it's um you know dramatically different so we don't really think about and i always say imagine imagine putting a video camera on your dog's path throughout the day and i'm going to use a little bit of you know rough words here we think well they step in they step in the mud they step in their pee probably they step in their poop they step in pigeon stuff they step in you name it they're stepping in it we kind of just ignore <laughs> it we, right. and we don't think about you know, looking at that video camera and say, oh, my, this is what, you know, they are getting on my lap. They're getting on my couch. They're sleeping on my bed at night. Oh, um, Tim, Tim, you're ruining and, my lunch, my friend. It's just, it just <laughs> what that's doing to the health of their paw. You mm -hmm. know, what, think about this. I always say, imagine, Joe, you going out on a Saturday in the backyard, and you're going there mowing the grass barefooted, you're stepping in whatever. You think your wife's going to let you in the door with your dirty feet or sleep in your bed? Mm. No, no, not so much. In fact, in fact, I think my dog would have my spot there if I did that. Exactly. My dog exactly. probably has cleaner feet than I would have in that circumstance. So wow. you know, clean is certainly part of the story, but the other story is health, the effect it has on them. Think about the germs and the fungus that grows. And I always say smell your dog's feet if you're brave enough. It's, I call it, it gives it that uh, Frito popcorn smell. It has that distinct smell, and that's kind of a fungus that develops um, on it. Mm -hmm. And look how rough they're getting, look how beat up. Dogs start having troubles with traction control because they do get that, you know, they get kind of slick after they get worn down for a while, especially if they get more elderly. Um, that's because the health of the paw is not good. So let's, so let's unpack a couple of other things. So we already kind of unpacked the lifestyle uh, where, you know, maybe they're running through, you know, maybe they're running on gravel or they're, they're tethered to a bicyclist as, as he or she is, is navigating uh, through trails or on the road or runners or, that sort of thing. So I, I you know, I, I definitely think of that. And you know that I talked to you about, you know, I see, you know, the, the I see, you, you see them as boots. I almost see them as footwear. 
you know so it's it, you know it's it, it you know can it be that commonly used you know where where we have to start thinking about them and and, and you drew a great compar- a comparison if i went out in the backyard cut the grass stepped in whatever i'm stepping in and came inside you know would would i be allowed inside with bare feet after all of that but here we are letting but joe you've been to the in. beach before i mean you've been you've stepped on the beach where your feet get hot and burnt to step on it and the dog paws are no different how many how many dogs you get on a mm-hmm. hot even in st louis here it's you know when the pavement gets when it's 90 80 90 degrees out the pavement is like 135 you know you could fry an egg on it Why right would you let's want talk dog stepping let's on the talk about thing? that let's talk about that i think you had sent me uh in my show prep material i think you had sent me uh, a study that you had done uh and used a uh uh uh, uh, infrared, uh, an infrared uh, thermometer, if you would. I'm, yes. I'm not really super tech, techy, but uh, I, I think you had said that the the pavement was 132 degrees. And uh, uh, what was the difference when when the paws were protected? What what was the difference with uh, protected paws versus uh, paws exposed directly to that heated pavement? Yeah, and uh, and as far as that, a little more detail on that. Um the research that we did when this was shot out in Las Vegas with an infrared camera with a dog uh, it was 107 degrees out the uh, temperature was 135 but the dog boot was actually only uh, you know slightly above their own body temperature because it mm-hmm. protected from the heat there was a barrier and actually built its own little air conditioning system up in in the boot so um, that's yeah, amazing it, I mean, if you've ever, you know, touch a touch your 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 steering wheel or sit on a hot leather seat or, uh, or for that matter, walk barefoot on like to your point, hot sand or hot sidewalk, and you know, here we are putting the the, the pets. Uh, I I I've got a spoiled little dog, and and I can tell you, he looks he looks like a uh, uh, it looks like he's tiptoeing when he walks outside sometimes on those hot. Uh, days and really the same for for cold. So you had that extreme heat situation, but yeah. That and Joe, as far as the, back to the research, I hate to cut you off, but you know I, I just want to say that's not just our internal research. Uh, a lot of the research we got is very widely publicated. If you would type in uh, just on Google, you know, burnt dog paws, you could see all the charts and all the information. But it is backed by the American Medical Association. I'm sure a lot of your professionals out there, whether they be a you know a vet or groomer or a, a a boarding facility see it all the time and it's becoming a lot more prominent so it's not just our own little internal research it's what we're seeing out there from all the major medical uh, influencers in the world out there so if we stay with let's say they have an injury due to heat and uh you know i i've seen some pretty graphic images of that and to your point you know our listeners mm-hmm. the hey joe podcast listeners can 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 google those and see uh those uh very uh, uh troublesome pictures but uh, you know the pets they don't know how to necessarily react to that right so they might start licking no. their feet right and then all of a sudden now you've got more germs and bacteria introduced to very vulnerable uh, injured skin, just like just like if they were licking a, a part on their leg or or or, or their exactly. tail. Exactly. Well, Joe, or on that on that note, they're ingesting that. Then they're ingesting the bacteria they're licking in, the salt, the chemicals, the lawn, whatever, and it kind of just multiplies the problem. You know, as as we mm. go forward by ingesting uh, those things into your body. So oh. so that ripple effect, it doesn't just it doesn't just start and stop with the pause. Then is what you're saying. Exactly. Oh wow. 
Okay. So, okay, so the heat is one thing, the extreme cold. I know that when my little dog goes out, I've got a little Shih Tzu. His name is Vinny. He's like the center of our world. So, yes, he wears pajamas, and I am that type of customer. Hey, Joe, listeners <laughs> out there. <laughs> I have turned into your, to that customer you probably talk about. I'm that guy. My wife my wife is even worse. But You drank you know, the Kool-Aid, so good to I, hear. <laughs> I, I absolutely have. So, you know, Vinny goes outside on these cold, you know, uh, these cold snowy days or whatever, and we're very cautious as to, we really don't put it down any chemicals because we're afraid of that. I've learned from my buddy in the boot and the, in the dog boot industry, <laughs> not to do so, that. I'm sorry. And once the dog, uh, you know, the tail on it, once the dog paw gets hurt or damaged, it's not like a human where we could cover it with a shoe or be on crutches or a wheelchair and be off it for a while, for a while. The dogs need mobility. So the more a problem happens, the more it's going to become exasperated as time goes on. You know, so you want to prevent that original injury and think about the hot pavement. Their paw pads peel off. They get delicate. They get more infected. You can't keep a dog down. You know, they're active. They want to go with you. So, uh, again, that's another big difference than human that once it happens, it's hard to turn that situation around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just keeps spiraling, I would imagine. Uh, it's exactly. best word I can best word I can find for that. So you know when they go outside and in, in, in the cold they get those little uh, ice balls that happen kind of between their feet and and uh, 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 you know and that causes an issue as well and and just extreme cold just like extreme heat uh, you know that is a body part of them so to some degree they're still susceptible to, to challenges. Well, and I gotta say, Joe, it's not. Um that all boots are the right solution for different problems. I'll give you a couple examples. Um, you know, regular dog boots have zippers, they have straps, they have soles to them, and it's just not a very comfortable feeling for a, a, a dog, especially in the summer. You're not going to wear something that hot and bulky. And how, how many times do you have you seen on Facebook, people pass the video around of the dog doing the funny high step with those boots on? What are these things? I think that's we've right. I have on, seen that. On so yours, before. so yours don't. Yours, yours are, I guess where you're going, that is yours are not like that. Right. And the big difference with ours is they are very comfortable for the pet. And here, here's why: because they are a a disposable but reusable rubber dog boot. And basically, they're a, a natural rubber. Uh, and I'm going to say say it because once you see it, everybody says it looks like a balloon. But that's the beauty of it: the simplicity. It's thin enough. Where the, when the dogs have it on, can feel the ground. It feels very comfortable, feels very natural to them, and it's not a, a sole where they feel very awkward because the, the dogs more than us rely on the feeling of the ground to feel natural. But it's durable enough that they can multi use the thing many times. You know, they come 12 per pack, and how many have bought other dog boots out there and you lose one the first time, and we always call it you lose one, you're done. And you spend $40, $50, and you lose that boot, and you say, ah, the heck with it. And that, there goes your whole theory of paw health out the window versus ours, which come 12 per pack, disposable but reusable, um, and they are very secure fit, very comfortable. We make them in seven different sizes so you can fit them toward the size of your particular pet. So, so Tim, so obviously we're, we're really focusing on the paw health, right, as a, as, a, as a kind of a gateway to overall pet health, or certainly promoting overall pet health. So, one of one of the 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 things that I would be uh, afraid of, and and one thing that I think that your product and you uh, are are addressing is, you know, as, as a pet parent, if I buy a product 
and I I know why I'm buying the product. So let's say we've convinced all of our, our all of our listeners that that they have to be doing a better job of educating the pet parents that they come into contact with about overall pet paw safety and health as it as it re, as it relates to promoting overall health. So let's say they're they're yep we're all in. All of my Hajo listeners are 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 fully on board. But mm-hmm. the moment the moment that a pet parent goes home and puts let's say one of those other type of uh, boots on their dog, uh, or even tries to let, you know kind of go the cheap route and say, well, I'm just going to put some socks on them, you know, my you mm-hmm. know, infant socks. I've seen I've seen you know all kinds of Ziploc bags, right? But the moment, all? yeah, I bet you have the moment that <laughs> a, a pet n- responds negatively, like even if it is just those funny videos we laugh at, those pets are uncomfortable, and we mm-hmm. we we find some laughter in it, but at the end of the day, it's you know the pets are uncomfortable, so. If they're uncomfortable or they they don't have the same type of behavior or alters their conduct or their personality, the pet parents are going to abandon this, and that's the worst thing they can do. So what you're saying is that your boots uh, offer the most natural uh, feeling, so that you reduce greatly reduce the chance of uh, of a pet rejecting these. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Joe, reduces a really good good word because you're. As we know, all our, our, our pets are different, just like our children would be, and they're all going to react differently. But, um, you know, I would say the high percent, a majority, are going to feel very comfortable in this boot. And there's going to be some who don't like anything. You know, they maybe don't like a certain treat or don't like a certain coat or don't like a certain whatever. They all have their unique personalities. Mm-hmm. And like anything, something that affects them, they're going to have a little bit of the reaction. What are these things at first? You know, but once they get their mind on something else and start running around or you give them a treat, they get their mind off it, they're, they're good to go. And again, that's so, what the, the word that you do reduces. You know, I, I, I would not in no way guarantee and say every pet's going to love them, no ifs, ands, or buts. I can't honestly make that, that claim, but, you know, a very, very, very high percentage. So. Good. That's all, that's all great to hear. So, so Tim, we know our audience. We, I know the Hey Joe listener audience out there. So, you know, many of them might be saying, okay, great, I, I, I think the product's great. Maybe some of them already went to the website and started looking at them, or, or maybe they've heard of them before. Maybe they've seen them in the retail stores or what. But let's say we've got pet professionals out there, these pet care service professionals, namely groomers, right? So we've got groomers out there mm-hmm. who, you know, they, they cut hair, they bathe dogs, they do de-shedding, they do nail trimming and filing. You know, they do all of the things to make pets comfortable cosmetically and also with their skin and coat and all of those types of things. What what is that conversation? I'm sure you've talked to other pet care professionals out there. What's that conversation look like when when they have pets coming through their door? Sometimes four or five a day, all the way up to forty or fifty or a hundred dogs a day right. that come into these pet care facilities, both boarding, grooming, daycare, all of those pet professionals. What what does that conversation look like in your in your opinion that they that they can enter into with that they can enter into with pet parents? Joe and you know both you and I have been on the grooming pet services side for a long time, and you know in the early day of Firminator, we actually officed out of a grooming facility, so we are you know very familiar with uh, the challenges that groomers have to go through or any pet professional. But I think it's one just education to make make making people think about the things we just talked about, thinking about protecting both what's happening in the winter, what's happening in the summer, and certainly that varies by geography, and you're going to have your own story the health of the paw. It's getting in the allergens, getting in the chemicals, getting in you name whatever, it's in the on the paws and clean home. 
you know, what it's draining in your home and getting on your, in your life and on your family or on your furniture and just painting a very simple uh, picture. And I think a lot of it's leading by, by example. You know, the, the grooming world puts a lot of work in sending those dogs home clean. And I would put the, the boots on them when they leave and say, I'm sending them home clean. And by the way, you can buy this product here to keep them clean at home. And I think it's just leading by example. And some, you know, subtle things is putting those boots on the dog when they're leaving the, uh, you know, leaving the service to start uh, showing the importance of Paul Health. So, Tim, I like that idea. You know, for all of our pet retail professionals, pet service professionals out there, having the product right there at hand so that the, you're not asking the pet parent then to, uh, uh, you're, you, you can talk to them, you can educate them, but then you're going to send them away to go down in the street to try to buy that. And in many cases, they're either crunch for time or they just forget about it right and uh, I like the idea like you said maybe maybe the pets go home with the, the with the the paws uh, product on their feet and uh, I see I see that I call them feet right so I'm even starting to move away from I know the name of your business is Paws, but I'm actually starting to call them Feet. <laughs> um, because here I am, here I am already. Yeah, here I am already uh, 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 starting to look at their their paws differently. Um, so maybe our pet professionals out there. So uh, I, and that kind of brings me to your offer uh, that you are excited to bring to the Hey Joe listener audience. And and you want to speak a little bit about the free guide that you're going to make available to the Hey Joe listener audience. Yeah, it, it basically is just a, a free guide and kind of summarizes all the things we talked about today, Joe. You know, the the uh, protection of the paw, the health, the winter, the summer. It's just a nice summary. So they'll have a easy uh, call cheat sheet almost to learn and um, educate their customers on. And you know how it is. You teach one customer, it tells another, then another, then another. And before you know it, uh, you have a very educated client base. So mm. that's a really cool that's a really cool tool that I'm sure that they'll find very beneficial because you know too many times these we're talking these are grooming experts in many cases or doggy daycare experts or boarding experts or retail experts they they're not dog boot experts so the more and that certainly Joe I'll make myself you know personally available for anybody who wants to call with more questions or get more information or uh, whatever they need uh, so uh, I would great. always be available for a conversation. That's great. That is awesome. So what we'll do, just so that our Hey Joe listener audience uh, knows, uh, we are going to take uh, Tim's offer, and we are going to make that available to you on our website at www.paragonpetschool.com. And uh, so start there, and from there you'll be able to grab up this information and uh, take advantage of this free guide uh, from Tim, and uh, hopefully uh, the information that Tim has provided you uh, helps not only grow your the trust factor with pet parents, but also your business as a result. Not only from the maybe the sale of the of the boots, but certainly helping to partner with pet parents on the overall well-being of the pets by taking superior care of their paws. So, uh, Tim, I wanted to uh, uh, thank you for your time today. Uh, thank you, Joe. You uh, are you, you continue to impress me, and and I tell you, I mean, 
back, and I'll tell my listener audience this, Tim had to convince me, and and uh, I am certainly convinced, and I hope that uh, he's done a good job of convincing you as well. Uh, again, you can uh, access Tim's gift uh, by jumping on our website at paragonpetschool.com. Uh, just a quick reminder, again, subscribe to the podcast so that you can hear other subject matter experts on a very regular basis. And please remember, if, if we did not cover something you were hoping we were going to cover, shoot us a question, uh, an email with your question, and we'll be sure to circle back to you. Or if there's a topic that you have uh, uh, an interest in and you would like us to cover on a future Hey Joe podcast episode, please send us an email. Again, our email address is heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. Tim, I wish you, your company, and all of the pets uh, uh, the very best uh, uh, now and in the future, and I really am looking forward to seeing these little colorful boots on dogs everywhere. Oh, great, Joe. Hey, great seeing you. We'll uh, see you at a show or uh, over coffee soon. That sounds great. Thank you all. Take care.